It's 12.35. I need to go to bed. I just hit record. All right. Hang on a second. What are we doing? We're doing a podcast with a bunch I of I love dudes. how we can hear crickets in the background. Are you actually recording? It's great. All right. Ready, set, go. Ah, crap. Hang on. Here you go, here you go. Enjoy the show. Share it with a friend. You, you can, can find us at facebook.com slash slipbangle. You can visit us on the web at www.tracktune.com slash slipbangle. You can also leave us reviews and ratings on the iTunes store. Everybody to ah, I'm, Show. I'm Austin Cabot, and today, yeah, I'm Austin Cabot. What's up, buddy? I'm Adam Jabe. Uh, this is this is a stupid this is great. Show. This is great. Oh, my crew just showed up. Hey, so Tony Jackson, back. your beer's over there, bro. Well, we found you. We're gonna have a nice, fun show this evening. We found you. You I literally, we literally just hit record. There's yeah. Oh, so just now, just now. Yes, just now. We're live. We're hot. So, yeah, this is actually, dude, this is a star pack show. Literally a star pack show. Who who do we have on the show, Adam? Um, We have Adam. Oh, I'm... That's, that's a star. Uh, that <laughs> happened by accident, didn't it? It actually <laughs> it's, uh, it's what, like 1230? Yeah, 1230 at Saturday night. 1230 a.m. Um, we just saw uh, Whack a Flack of Flame. Whack a Flack of Flame. Um, that was a weird day. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, <laughs> so still, weird. we're still at Grid Life South. We were just on the show with Sam O'Gorman, what, three hours ago? Yes. And uh, and then I got called away to, to do things, and you guys finished the show, and I don't know what you're talking about, so I can't wait to I, listen. Dude, I can't even remember. <laughs> so long ago. Dude, I listen to the shows, and I go, oh, yeah, that's right. We did talk about that. We're blowing it. So this bad. This is one of those shows so where my neighbor is going to call my wife and say, hey, I heard the show, and Adam sounded like he was drunk. <laughs> That's the thing that has happened. <laughs> and uh, Adam might be slightly drinking, but I, I am in good shape here. I've had a long day. My voice is gone. My, because I've been yeah, on the mine's, microphone all day. Mine's getting there, too. <laughs> luckily, luckily for us, they turned... No, get away from me with that Tito's buoy. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Uh, luckily, they turned the PA system off because I just tried to make jokes over the PA and they turned <laughs> it off. didn't work. We did. Oh. I'm just glad we got that Marvin Gaye in last night. That's true. We did get that Marvin Gaye at about midnight. Playing playing Marvin Gaye over, over the, the PA, PA in the paddock at Road Atlanta. And it was loud. With like a couple hundred people here. <laughs> it was, it was amazing. Like a thousand people here with, it was with, amazing. with uh, crew and with drivers. Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. Um, it was for wonderful. Our, for our first event. Uh, Man, the concert tonight was insane. It was yeah, really it good. was. It was. It was very nice. Really good. I saw um, all of my old racer buddies jamming out to whack a flack of flame. It's weird, isn't it? You're like you that would dude never put on listen. a freaking show, he though. He did. He and Dave Hardy it. got propositioned uh, for cocaine. Someone asked him if he had cocaine. Nice. Dave didn't have cocaine though. <laughs> you didn't have cocaine, Dave? No, Dave didn't have cocaine. Not not right now. Tomorrow? Dave might have it tomorrow. That's not cocaine. That's powdered um, sugar from my French toast in the got, morning. Uh, how many microphones do we have? We got mine, yours. We got five. We got five mics. I've got an extra. You do have an extra. I forgot it was a new hat. I have an extra, an extra mic. Extra, extra hey, you mic. want to do a sound check on this? It's turned, it's turned down. I have it turned down all the way right now. So whenever right, whenever anyone hops on it, 
We're good All to right. go. Well, we do have another mic if uh, the Mark Crooms or the Andy Meeks or the Tony Jacksons want to get on. Um, so who, who else? Who else? Who has mics in their hands right now, Adam? I'm looking at Cody Loveland from Love Fab slash. Uh, all the companies that sponsor him into this crazy building of a Pike Speed car. Hey guys, Love Fab, Haltech, Byron, We've been talking to Turbo Cody uh, about yes. being on the podcast for HRE. a year. Yes, Cody and I've been so friends many. since Honda Me 2004. No, 2000. 2003 probably. Well, it'd be like, maybe no two. 2002. We met at John Ball Park Zoo. Yes, Honda Me 2002. So it was the, it was two, it was the second two. event that we've ever put on. Yes. Cody was at with yes. a Turbo Del Sol. Nice. Uh, no, I had an LS. Turbo. Maybe it was Tur- Rob that had Del Sol. Uh, no, Rob. You know I, what? It was your ex-wife, Jen. She was driving a Del Sol. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. You do realize this was like 14 years ago. That was a long time ago. Was long this time was 14 ago. years ago. Yeah. That was, I, I remember the day because... Um, your eyes locked was, and you knew. No, 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 no. Oh, oh. I had, a, I had an EK. It was all static. I mean, the, the kids these days think, think static is cool. It was I, all caught, low. I caught my hood for the lower control I was to go through. Like it was so static. Upper, I'm sorry, upper controller. So static when you get out of it, your hair would just stand straight up. Yes. So Got anyway, it. so I remember, oh, one, one the, <laughs> <laughs> I remember talking to one of the. I remember talking to one of the. Hey, you <laughs> shut your whore mouth, Dave Hardy. I remember talking to, to one of the Grand Rapids guys. I don't remember which one of you. I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna turbo this thing. Like, how are you gonna do that? I'm like, I'm just gonna go to Ace Hardware, buy some elbows, and weld them together. That was before you had Love Fab. Right? This was I was still in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did it, yep. and then the car ran like nine, nine, nine flat and eighth mile at like ninety miles an hour, and it actually wasn't that slow. That's not bad. And yep. then I started love fab the next year. Immediately started well, welding things together. Yeah, and it started with a trip to Home Depot. And now you've ran Pikes Peak. You've built uh, wild NSXs for what hundred plus customers, maybe. Or? I've had a couple hundred NSXs now over the really? years. Really? Yeah. So yeah, uh, Cody is one of the premier uh, NSX turbochargers in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, also holding a mic, Mr. Son of Grassroots Motorsports. I'm sure he loves being. I'm sure he loves being introduced well, that way. Yeah, I met I met him when I was like, so, son of two, son of Tim at the 2007 Grassroots Challenge when we were flailing in our mediocrity, but they featured <laughs> our, our CRX in their magazine. <laughs> And Tom was uh, really, really pumped about the slot cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were slot. playing slot cars yeah. in the hotel. Uh, yep, yep. And so Tom was freaking destroying on the slot cars. <laughs> so Tom Everybody was else was half hammered. Dave Hardy was walking around with a beer the size of his face. And Tom was playing slot cars. I was just cars. so focused on the slot cars and nothing else. Yeah. So, so Tom, 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 welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks we've, for having we've me. had other grassroots motorsports contributors and uh, – employees on the show jg pastor jack but uh yeah. which was a fun show yeah we I must uh, admit we appreciate you coming and hanging out with us yeah happy to do it my voice is full of tired <laughs> i actually awkward. haven't drank that much my voice is shot my maybe face, you need more I yes that's what yes. the problem is the sun and my tongue is fat and my mouth is dead sounds like you need more tito's this is another day in georgia another day in georgia more tito's tito's um Cody was on track with the NV8 Pikes Peak Hill Climb car today. How was uh, your first excursion on Road uh, Road Atlanta? I almost said Road America. I don't remember. I've that. been doing that all day. Um, all right, fine. Well, the car is solid. It ran cool. It's faster than balls. Uh, traction control works. 
But I've got an issue with the front wing where it's just dancing around like a ballerina above 110 or something. So Yeah, yeah you were driving down the front straight, and I was monitoring um, the whole day. Basically, my main job is to be the guy that directs the whole thing on track. Yeah. And so I'm talking to Control and all the corner workers, and one of the corner workers says, there is a Daytona prototype out there. And the body's dancing, and I think it's going to explode. <laughs> because you're having an issue with the wing having a weird, like, oscillation at above 110. And uh, I think it's it's uh, it's porpoising and making a ton of downforce and then not. This, the is, it's this is like the third time it's been on track, right? Uh, with arrow, yes. So this is the second f- time with arrow, right? Uh, second time with arrow. First yeah. time with arrow, we collapsed the rear suspension because it, it worked really how much well. Estimated how much arrow do you have on that car? Uh, weight, weight to downforce wise. CFD showed 4,500 pounds. Damn. And how much does the car weigh? 2,000. So the car, the car could drive upside down in a tunnel at how fast? Uh, 90 miles an hour. <laughs> so ridiculous. So. We should, we should try it. There's a tunnel here. Well, how about, long, how about I fix my front wing first? And then, okay, and then we're good. And then we're good. Yeah. Got it. So, uh, hand laid carbon fiber done by yourself. Yep. What? Uh, 800 horsepower. LS? Yeah, 800 wheel. So 800 wheel twin turbo LS motor. Yep. Uh, Porsche G60 trans. 5052. I, I don't know anything about Porsches, but I don't really either. I just know I have a gearbox in it. The, uh, <laughs> I feel like it's the modern version, the modern automotive version of the world's fastest Indian. It's very similar. That's what it feels yeah. like. Cody has some backing <laughs> and he's got some sponsorships, but Cody's working out of his awesome garage that has a dyno, what, three lifts? In ground dyno, no? Yeah, three lifts. Yeah, in Three dyno. lifts and uh, his skills, but it's like the Pikes Peak version of the world's fastest Indian. Well, a year ago, I didn't know how to do carbon fiber. And now you do. Now I do. So um, it's, been a, it's been a skill building. Exercise. It's been a busy year for you. Yes. It's been a busy year for a lot of us. Yes. All, yeah, all of us. Uh, I was yeah. talking with Luke uh, just off and on throughout the weekend, and he's like, all our of bu- us are at this. Our buddy Luke Wilcox, the, yeah, one of our yeah. lead instructors with Austin here. Yeah. And he's like, all and of Mike. us are at this pinnacle. Like, Mike Cohen. You know, Chris is doing, you know, Chris and you guys are doing good life, and just it's. We're just all expanding as a group. It's just cool to see. It's, it's it, insane. A, a yes. lot. It, it's, it's weird to have a lot of my friends who have been with us in our track day scene for 15 years 14 15 yeah. years uh and it's turned into this bullshit yeah, it's <laughs> just a weird day man yeah um uh standing at the top of uh the drift release point mid track on the back straightaway where we're releasing drift cars oh, um so awesome and watching 15 drift cars shred turn 10a 10b in the drift arena at Road Atlanta. At Road Atlanta. <laughs> this has never happened before. Formula Drift doesn't run it like this. Right. We're the first people that ever done this. And like it, it almost moved me to tears to see the crowd freaking loving it. Yeah. And the drifters were loving it. And our drift lead, Nick Swan, was out of his mind with how cool it was. And I, for a split second, I thought, the first time I ever did one of these events, we, we rented a track for one day on a weekday. <laughs> and we lost four thousand dollars, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah. And now, uh, now we've rented Road Atlanta for three days on a weekend, a prime weekend in August in the summertime. But uh, and there's tons of people it's here. It's a very humbling experience to be here, yes. standing up on the sh- the shelf, um, uh, which is the higher paddock above the main pro paddock, looking down on all the haulers and the cars, and everybody just having a good time. 
and it uh, it's almost it's an emotional day. It's like a Lion King moment. It, yeah, it really is. I'm freaking holding my freaking, <laughs> and and it's not even my baby. I'm like you know, it's Chris's baby, and I'm Chris's bitch. <laughs> but it's my baby, and it's a big day, man. It's been a weird day. So Cody's been with us uh, at all of our events forever. I've missed uh, a couple of them. Had a kid, uh, got married one of the years. You were at Good Life this year, but you came the very end. You came in the last two hours. Oh, it's <laughs> brutal. I worked seventy hours in three days trying to finish car. You were building the car for Pikes Peak, but yeah, you had obligations to sponsors, correct? Right, and you had to be at Good Life. Yeah, so I made it at. Uh, what four o'clock? The zero it, hour was the end yeah. of the day. I you made it. For, you I made, made it golden for hour. hour, golden hour for photo shoots. You did get pretty yes. pictures. That was great. Yeah. No, we, we made it. It was it was brutal. Like literally, like almost everybody was gone. It was like Adam and I and a few other people that were still at the track. Well, I snuck when in the you back. were taking pictures. Yeah, I, I snuck in the back because I didn't have any decals on the car. Yeah, I don't. I mean, what's the point of showing up for sponsors if decals aren't in the car? Yeah, and then they get released and the thing looked great, nude. You know, nude carbon fiber is ridiculous, but yeah. So I snuck in the back. We went down to Jar's shop. We spent an hour putting stickers on. And we come out, and everybody's gone. <laughs> the uh, so. the 4,000, 5,000 people disappeared pretty quick. Yeah, it, it, uh, it cleared out pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, they went home fast. It was but, really uh, cool, though, because it almost looked like you were there for a private like test day. Yeah, except uh, everybody they had the keys to the track left. Yeah. So I couldn't get on the <laughs> That's track. That's a problem. Too bad Josh isn't still the track manager. We could have made that happen. Uh, I could make it happen with Mary. Mary uh, loves me. She's cool. That's but it, true. But it did work out because we actually, because uh, I had to have a bunch of help that week to get it done. And we ran out of red wire at Haltech in December. So Red, like the color red the wire? The color red wire, like for the alternator power wire that goes right. to the positive side of the battery. That's an so important it was black. wire. It was black. And my helper put it to the, to the, ground, bit, to the ground terminal on the battery. So during that little private test session, it's slowly just melting the car. No, not really. It, it was actually fine. It's uh, a giant problem. Yeah, so the, so basically the car just died halfway through it, and we had to push it in the trailer. It was a mess. It, it's a shame red wire is so hard to find in stores or yeah, nowadays, or, you know. Especially at Haltech. I, I know. It's amazing. Right? Amazing. But no, it was. I think you might was, be disparaging one of your sponsors. No, right? it, was, it was my fault. <laughs> I'm like, ah, just, it's fine. Just do it. No, they, they wanted to go out and get the right stuff. I'm like, let's just get it done. One time I was wiring a stove at my house, and my brother-in-law, who's an electrician, he wouldn't let me pull two white wires from my stove. <laughs> I had to pull eight-gauge wires from my stove, and he said, no, wait till tomorrow. you got to buy a white and a black. That's why. This is exactly why. Yep. So, uh, you know, I, I grew up with my, around my dad building race cars, all that, and I learned about electrical theory when I was about five. Um, and I basically built the whole car kind of out of old car parts and lights and fixtures and computers, that kind of crap. Those are the best the, kind of cars, On man. the stainless steel bench, you know, so I could learn how wiring worked. And my dad was like, oh, that's cool. Got me a big deep cycle 12-volt battery. Um, I never learned about fuses until <laughs> one day about three weeks in, I dropped the hot lead onto the stainless steel bench. And the whole eight-foot-long bench went whoosh. All of a sudden, just the whole, every single wire in the harness just gone. Really? And, and that was the end of that project. <laughs> 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 I've nice. never had that happen. That's uh, that's, that's a, that's like a tough one. Uses. That's a tough one to take at an early age. Yeah, yeah. It, especially I'd use cardboard to kind of arrange everything, so it. I just it went off. Really? Yeah. No, it was not. <laughs> I learned about fire extinguishers yeah. too. <laughs> now, Tom, you're uh, you've grown up in a car family, obviously. Yep. Your yep. parents started Auto X magazine. It became Grassroots yep. Motorsports magazine. 1983 Auto X, and then they, um, yep. uh, a couple of years later, they changed it to Grassroots Motorsports because at events, people kept telling them that they didn't like naked women in the magazine, 
Um, there were no naked there women, were, but they oh. had a big X on the cover. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, X's are a strange. Uh, Wait, isn't just a single X just like showing shoulder? Double right. X is like, like no I mean, clothes but I, underwear. I love a little ankle as much and as the And then triple X, guy, X is you know? different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of ankle nowadays. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's a good look. Trying times in the Pioneer. but <laughs> You grew up uh, building. It sounds like your dad is really kind of a, uh, he's got an affinity for weird old vintage crap. Yeah, um, yeah pretty much. Uh, and it turns out you're buying, or you're picking up a vintage boat on the way home from here? Yeah, my dad, he, he still brings his computer home, which is kind of good for getting Terrible work done. Idea. But he's got bring a trailer and Craigslist and you eBay. Need, you, need to, you need to put a web <laughs> restriction on your dad's browser, man. <laughs> we, we stopped for lunch on the way up to Grid Life here, and I get a call. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, doing well. You know, we're halfway there. Cool, I bought a boat on eBay. I needed to pick it up in Atlanta for me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he bought a, uh, like a 1954 Pinyan car topper, which is a, a stretch canvas over balsa wood boat made to go on the top of your old station wagon. So, like, not just your vintage camper, you know, burns down, but also your boat. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's going to be awesome. The boat is called a car topper? Yeah, a Pinyan car topper. Nice. What's wrong Tom. with your dad? <laughs> Tom. Yeah. What's wrong with your father? So um, he also he also bought um, the brochure to go along with the boat, so he could display it at shows, <laughs> including Tom. you know the '50s family overloading the boat, catching illegal fish on the boat, that kind of fun stuff. It's a sixty-year-old canvas and balsa wood. What could go wrong? And nothing. You know, Absolutely nothing. He'd been making noise about buying one of these things for a couple of weeks, so I told him he should get the motor first, of course. Well, what motor would go on a car topper? Boat? We found we found this crazy dude who calls himself the Outboard King down in. Uh, I love the Outboard King. He and our BFFs. New Smyrna Beach, Florida, and uh, he's clearly King. single because he's got about a four thousand square foot house, and you could walk through about a hundred square foot of it. He, he had every single outboards. imaginable weird old outboard, and I mean stuff buried in the yard. I would like yard. his email address. I have two outboards. I would like to eliminate you know, he, out of my. He had a really weird facility. accent. Send, send them for free. And, yeah, and he just kept talking about his love of outboards and how special they all were. And yeah, there's so nothing special about outboards. <laughs> it's just a motor that makes a boat go vroom yeah, vroom yeah, exactly. and faster than I mean, oaring. It's a lawnmower with a slightly duller blade, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, we found an old uh, an old Johnson Seahorse, so we picked that up. I have a Johnson Seahorse horse in my storage unit. I totally go. did 9.9 Johnson C. You can be the upward queen. He's single. I, I'm into this. Yeah, yeah. I think we're in a match made in heaven right here. You've lost everyone else. I've been a lonely man. Whatever floats your boat, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm, I'm not that drunk. Everybody yet. give a sigh of disapproval it's for okay. Austin's I was going to make a joke about canvas and balsa wood, but it was kind of a stretch. So. Austin, if you do uh, that again, over here. are you saying you can see my wood through the canvas? To oh, there's so many people talking to mics right now. Hey, deal with it, Austin. It's cool. <laughs> it's like Saturday people. night at Grid Life, it is 12.54. I've been living here for like 36 hours. You ain't got nothing on this, Andrew. <laughs> We got, uh, we got a mic. I just cranked it up. Oh, thank you. Hey, yeah, you, you were sounding a little meek, you so. Were, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. That's a good one. Boom. Hey, be inheriting the see earth, what he did there? Do you guys see what he did there? Yeah. Um, were you on the show last night, Andy? Yeah, between like one fifteen and 2 a.m. <laughs> I signed up for that Between Between my travels to the uh, yeah. restroom. Yeah, right so. between piss breaks. No, it was shower. Oh, shower yeah. breaks. Nobody's in the shower at 2 a.m., I hope. Uh, the uh, there were cockroaches in the shower at 2 a.m. last there night. Was. Did you there see was, that thing? yeah, it was, two yeah. And a half it was gigantic. They're palmetto I bugs. I think we're friends now. That guy's name is George. I love that cockroach. In the south, they're palmetto bugs because they fly. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I didn't know they flew. Uh, they do. 
a little freaked out right now. Yeah. I think I want to go home. <laughs> Up north, they just have flies. So, like, you leave, like, empty beer bottles and stuff out. It's just yeah. flies flying around. Not but in the south, it's like bugs. any kind of creepy crawly you can think of comes well, yeah. out at night. I mean, it's funny. In the media meeting, didn't they tell you, like, about the hazards? And one of the hazards is snakes. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, in Florida, everything tries what? to kill you. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, snakes, ants, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, massive, exactly. massive fire ants here. Like, Are you serious? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, seriously. Yeah. See, I'm not part of the media team. Happy to not be part of the media team. They talk about snakes in the media meeting? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they said, they said fire you can walk ants. through this area, but cars might hit it, so don't stop and shoot. And also, there's snakes. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, okay, just give me my photo vest. I want to get walking, you know. Excellent. Did the cops confiscate your photo vest today? No, uh, I did get kicked out of two separate areas. But I, I kept the vest, so I could We had some in. problems with people not knowing WTF well, going they, on. They told us exactly where not to go. And, you oh. know, I, I'm not a rules follower, but I like to know them all, so I'm aware of what I'm breaking. Yeah. And, you know, if every single other media guy's over the fence, I'm, I jumped right over. It was yep. awesome. Yep. Yeah, and then the, the cop didn't even single me out. He yelled at some other number, so it's fine. Excellent. We're good. He, he probably knew you were with a quality publication that publishes on glossy paper. Exactly. It does. Exactly. <laughs> the freaking glossy that's, paper that's Grassroots new, uh, Motorsports hot. separates it from, like the, to point the, out that from the boys. Adam right and there. I have both been in Grassroots Motorsports at some point. True story. High five. We were talking about last night. We, Austin's been on the, the cover of your magazine. Been on the back page and the cover. Yeah. Wow. And, and, uh, back to back issues. I think I've had. Or, or back to front issues I've if you want to go that way. I've been two feature articles on that magazine. So. Wow. I think yeah. positive or negative? Uh, well, Gutty, Chalkboard Gutty in 2007. Okay. And then the 555 Blue Civic uh, with the Subaru front end. Right, right. Featured in like 13 or whatever. When was that featured? Where's Dan at? Dan would know. Where's Dan? It was the uh, August, uh, August 2013 issue. How do you know that? I, I just made that up. I have no you idea. Totally. <laughs> See, it's funny. We, we read I the magazine. I was about to be impressed, the but other also day, slightly Mino, concerned. And Mino, Luke, the guy who is the primary Oh, oh there's some fireworks. That's the guy who was the primary builder of the 555 Rally Civic. Uh, he got jumpsuits for everybody that built that car. Yeah, yeah. I and I was that. wearing my jumpsuit, even though I didn't go to the challenge that year in like 13 or 14. I was wearing my jumpsuit at Mid-Ohio two weeks ago. And somebody comes up to me and says, were you part of that car? I know what that jumpsuit is. <laughs> I love grassroots when I was awesome. Nice. Awesome. Nice. What were we talking about again? I don't know. It's over, Johnny. Suits. Oh, the 555 five, five, five car. So it features in grassroots. Yeah, it, it's funny. Um, I have no idea what's in the current issue of the magazine. We read everything like three or four months ahead of time as yep. issues get sorted through the pipeline and all that. So, like, by the time the magazine's actually in your hands, I, I've read it I so many know. times. It's all mixed up and jumbled around. And how, <laughs> many, uh, how many employees do you guys have at grassroots? We have... Uh, 15 now. Okay. I think, yeah, 15 people. And, uh, how big? How big of? Uh, how big a percentage of the company is like your events department? Because you guys put big events on. So yeah, we we put on four or five big events every year. Yeah, what are those? Uh, our event, events department name is Rick. Um, he's in the office a little bit away from mine. <laughs> um, so Hi, Rick. Yeah, no, uh, Rick Good is... Good job, Rick. Yeah, he, he's our events guy. Rick, Rick. What's his last uh, name? Uh, Ashay? Goolsby. Yeah, oh. Rick Goolsby. And we actually stole him from IMSA. So in the uh, the rearrangement with IMSA and Grand Am, he walked on across town, and he's our events guy now. So he, he ropes us in when it actually comes time to actually, you know, the events taking place. But other yeah. than that, it's pretty much a one-man band over there. Excellent job, Rick. Yes. Yeah, good. He works, so I don't have to. Yeah. The uh, what are the big events that you guys put on every year? So we do uh, 
the Classic Motorsports Midi uh, here at Road Atlanta, which is a uh, biggest vintage race east of the Mississippi. Yep. yep. Um, we do the Grassroots Motorsports Tire Rack Ultimate Track Car Challenge yep. at uh, the Ultimate at um, Virginia International Raceway. UTCC. Yep. An event I've wanted to run, but it always falls on the same weekend as our West Michigan Anime, which is our event that started Grid Life. Okay. So I'm kind of stuck I mean, not you, going. You know, we get the factory Viper team, but I'm sure yours is cool, too. Oh, yeah. It's way <laughs> rad. The 130-horsepower 100, Cerex, I know you'd accept it. Oh, yeah. Yep. We had a, uh, a lifted uh, American Expedition a AEV, vehicles, yeah. Jeep. That was yeah, really AEV awesome to see. That was yeah. really cool. And, and, you know, a Jeep with 600 horsepower, still really slow. We actually <laughs> had a bunch of your UTCC cars running today. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. There's like that's true. three, I think. Yeah, I yeah. saw uh, Doug Wynn, who's yeah. a regular. In the, in, mm -hmm. out there. in the SRT4. So, and yeah, yeah. The, uh, we've had a few of them at, uh, at our different events throughout the year. So. Cool, cool. Um, what, uh, besides UTCC, uh, the Mini. Yep. And, uh, so we do uh, the Grassroots Motorsports $2016 Challenge. Or whatever. You this do. year it's yeah. $2016. Yeah, this year it's 2016 there you Last go. year it's 4000 No, not really. Yeah, next year it's four grand. When, uh, when the, this year, when is the event? That is uh, last weekend in September. September, okay. I think, 30th through October 1st. Okay. Yeah. And, it's about uh, the same time every year. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the same time. Are we you guys used to do still it. doing it in Gainesville or no? Yep, Gainesville Raceway. Are, are you guys still super impressed with how badly we destroyed the competition in 2009? I mean, you guys did great, except you didn't rebuild the engine on your amazing Dude, rally car. We won car. by the biggest margin in history. Yeah, uh, okay, that that counts for something. <laughs> but Yeah, we're just going to ride the coattails I mean, of ourselves on that one. You didn't bring a gun to a knife fight. You brought, like, Putin's missile silo to a knife fight. It yeah, was... we did spend a lot of time in that car, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> How much time did you have just in cutting vinyl on that car? Uh, there was approximately 200 hours in vinyl work, 300 hours in paint work, and 100 hours in turbo fabrication work on that car. <laughs> and, and did you not also bring a fleet of matching pit bikes? We did. We brought three matching pit bikes. There was one for every <laughs> different generation of that car. In nice. 2007, it was flat, flat green, chalkboard green. We brought that bike. In 2008, it was camo or khaki. We brought that bike. There, these are different Honda Hobbit uh, mopeds. Yep, yep, yep. And in 2009, it was uh, Hospital Scrub Green, also known as 075 Green. Um, that was the color of the car. Uh, so we brought three pit bikes for that. And we also had a backup car we could rob parts off of, which is a, the Chop Top CRX, which started the Chop Top Challenge. Very so, nice. Uh, cool. Another cool. event that Luke, our That's idiot, been in the magazine, too. Our idiot buddy oh, yeah. has started. <laughs> Uh, the, all all out of Honda meet, I was hanging out in parking lots with Cody. <laughs> yeah. It's been a weird 15 years. Well, I don't know where to go from there. Let's talk to that about, guys. Hey, Missing one yes. of them. I think we need to bring Mark. Oh, Tony Andy Meeks still off. got the mic. Oh, crap. My bad. Here you go, Kroom. Mark Kroom from Maybach. Have you been on track at this event this week? I have. Uh, I uh, With an AIM solo... Got my hands on a name solo <laughs> and uh, got my hands on a 2014 Dodge uh, Charger RT. And uh, no, it's the it's the Hemi. Oh, so, nice. It's the Hemi with, with V6 brakes. Hemi with V6 brakes. So nice. uh, sounds rad, dude. Been. Uh, this is your first time at Rolanda, correct? It's pretty. This is a gnarly track. Yes. Can, have you ever seen elevation like this? This is. This is. <laughs> I, I've been fortunate enough to do uh, a lot of the Midwest stuff because that's where I grew up, and then now I've done yeah. uh, some 
cool West Coast stuff. For and, those of uh, uh, for those of you who have listened to our podcast, Mark is the guy who saved my day in 2012 <laughs> when I bought my ITA CRX, and we went to Mid Ohio, and the car felt really bad in <laughs> left hand turns. Carousel. Uh, and Mark was behind me, and we were in the bathroom, and Mark goes, "Hey, dude, you just bought that CRX, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And it was my fir- after my first session. He's like, that thing's got, like, camber that changes by, like, two inches or something. <laughs> uh, because were, the, the trailing arm was broken, the can- and the wheel is just going like this. Yeah. And yeah. I thought I just bought a car that was over my head, and I just sucked. And he's like, no. It's dynamic camber change. Yeah, I, I, thought, I honestly car, thought it was man. something to do with the – I mean, I wasn't super familiar with that generation no. of CRX. Nope. I was like, do you have some sort of – reason that the wheel changes positive camber yeah. on that turn and he's like no the wheel was going like this <laughs> he's like this is Adam Jabay he knows what he's doing yeah, right, right? right like, exactly that, that was you just assumed that dude's instructor he spent all the ITR expos right? yeah right sure <laughs> no it was a, it was a weird situation where the trailing which is stamped steel piece on those guys just like Integra's yeah um, and it's got this like five like Torx bolt thing that holds the hub on and it was cracked around the top half and it was cracked around the bottom half, so, and yeah. it was just going like this the whole wow, time. Wow, wow. <laughs> it was about it was about a lap away from That's that wheel going. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> the, I would say two inches is probably is 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 not even close. On I the, do appreciate like, you telling me that, so I did not go out and destroy my car that I had just bought in Kansas City. <laughs> On the way back from Pikes Peak, <laughs> being the crew from Cody. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah I was that, that was when you actually made it to the top of Pikes Peak that one time. Yeah, that one time where we crashed. What but... was that, 2012? Yeah. We rebuilt the car twice. Was it twice? No, it was once. One bad time. Yeah, one bad time. That was a weird, weird week. That was a very weird week. <laughs> so much pizza, so much epoxy. I almost, I almost came out that year. Jake Jake wanted me to ride with him. Freaking Jake. I almost oh, Jake. came out that, that year. Was, that was it the best Jake's ever been in his whole life. Jake <laughs> killed it. Yes, Jake put did. together all the carbon fiber with Yukio Tiara from uh, Garrett. From Garrett, yes. yeah. Yes. Do you know anybody that works at Garrett? Not at the moment. Not at the moment? You, no, you don't know anything about Garrett? No. Okay. Maybe. Um, yeah, Yukio Tiara from Garrett and bo- and his friends bought pizza and we rebuilt your car. Overnight. And yes. we tigged things and we carbon fibered things and we realigned things and we scaled things and we made it with it with four minutes to spare, I think. Yeah. To the top of the mountain to release at what's the the space? Three fifteen AM or something. It, it was it was the worst longest night of my life, I yeah. think. We made it with four minutes to spare. Yeah. And I think you had to convince somebody to let us in. Well, yeah, the and, then, and then we, yeah, then they saw the car, and the other competitors were like, and cool. they I actually, I think I was at Gingerman the day that you were leaving, yeah. and I met you and Jake in the parking lot at Wendy's in South Haven, yes. you guys were grabbing some food, and I got to peek in the car, yeah, yeah, I peeked in the trailer, and the car was in there, you guys were loaded up, we're ready to go. You just Such moved a- south. You no, were, you were back or something. You were on no. your way back. I, I was instructing at some some event uh, at Gingerman. Like, like it was like a Monday. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Monday. I was instructing right. something. CGI. Maybe CGI. CGI. I think it was CGI. Yeah. So was that was that like right after West Michigan Honda meet? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the day after after West Michigan Honda meet, I stayed and instructed a CGI day. Yeah. And that evening when I was leaving to go home, it just worked out that you guys were passing by at the time. Yeah. And you guys stopped. Yeah, because got... we did all the testing at Honda meet. And yeah. Then, uh, we built these silly 10-inch wide by four feet long canards and bolted them to the side of the car. No, you're, you're <laughs> lifted so hard. Your 2012 Pikes Peak effort, that was an unlimited class car. 
That was an actual NSX. Yeah. Um, NSX tub, NSX engine, yep. trans. Gearbox, all that. Um, what remains of that car to this day? Uh, the chassis is somewhere in Ohio. Uh, still intact. Um, just raw, like bare chassis, just tube chain. Yeah. Uh, you know, caged NSX chassis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got some of the carbon bits hanging in my garage, and the rest of it burned up in 2013. Mm. So the engine and drivetrain were all sold off and stuff. So I mean, felt bad for chopping up an NSX and doing that. Didn't, you, didn't the car jump timing on the way home, on the way down? The oh mile? God, I forgot about that. Yeah, so we made the run. Uh, the car was brutally fast up top. If you it's look really, at the splits yeah. between me and uh, David Donner, who won the class, yeah, uh, another couple splits, and I had to caught him. I know your first time ever up the mountain. At yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was first time out. We were rookies, so. That was the longest 12 minutes of my life is, is waiting for the time. I'm at the bottom. Yeah. And we're at the one place we could see the times, and they had a computer failure or something, and so it was like 24 minutes before we could see the time. We didn't know if you guys had went off. Right. We didn't know if anything. It was, it was a long day, man. Pikes Peak wow. was a stressful place to hang out. I just remember we started uh, a couple cars after Dallenbach. Yep, and then and he went into trees. There was a big delay, and we're sitting there sweating. Yeah. You know, it's ninety degrees at the start line, and then we see Dallenbach's wing walk by. We're like, "That's not good." <laughs> so yeah, Paul Dallenbach. Uh, that was went, a horrible, horrible wreck. His, uh, his throttle, throttle stuck. Yes, and he went. He jumped off the mountain, mowed down went, some trees. Yeah, went to the t- through the top of like a dozen trees. Yeah, at like, hundred miles an hour, maybe. 100, yeah, one hundred ten, one hundred fifteen. It was. Yeah. Brutal what time fast. have you ever been to uh, Pikes Peak? Yeah, never been to Pikes Peak, but I remember that wreck was so bad that like it, it went past just car people's social media and went all the way to normal people's social media. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, was it that one or was that Jeremy Foley's? Same that year. Went? Foley's yeah. was the Evo. Same year. Yeah. Twenty twelve was a bad year. It's let's the just say year. let's just say co-drivers were banned for Pikes Peak that year. Yeah. <laughs> you might have something to do there, right? Uh, me, me and Foley, I suspect. Yeah, you had yes. a couple of problems that year. I'm, I'm, assu- I'm assuming. The the, I'm assuming the issues were all co-driver related. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to talk much about that, but issues yes. might have partially been co-driver related yes. in here. <laughs> Bottom line: learn the learn the damn road. It's a it's a wild place. Yes. Um, Pikes Peak is probably the most stressful place I've been a part of an effort, ever. That yeah. was. Uh, it was a weird feeling seeing you guys leave Grid. Uh, it was, it was like a sad, scared feeling. Yeah. Even though like everything was fixed and it was fine, and like we're super hopeful, but it was like somebody could die here. Uh-huh. It's a weird place. It's a weird feeling. It's, but I can see the allure. I really can. I can see the allure of Pike Speak. Very. It's spiritual. I'm not really a spiritual guy, but it's uh, until you go there. I get and, uh, it. Like yeah. I wouldn't. I almost don't want to ever think about doing it, but uh, uh, I really do get it. Um, yeah, after seeing it a couple of years in a row, I was a there thing. a couple of years later with Luke and I watched some qualifying for a day, and there's there's so much passion and drive to run that place. Yep. Um, it's uh, it's a phenomenal place to watch racing, and I can't imagine going up it. I really can't. It's. I still I want to go see the event sometimes. I've been I've been up Pikes Peak, but it's I haven't been fast. to the event. Once you, you got to see it. Man. Once you learn, once you learn the go, road, I'm sure you go in a, in a corporate capacity sooner or later. Most likely, yes. most likely. You'll, you'll how much of it's uh, how much of it's paved by now? All, all of it. Is it? Two thousand uh, two thousand twelve. Our first year it was all paved. So, some of the biggest uh, challenges would be uh, 
weather changes and stuff uh, like that? No, no, no. Weather, well, weather's a big deal always. Weather's always a factor, but the biggest challenges are the deteriorating pavement that they put down. Yeah. See, when you pave a mountain that moves, you have issues. Oh. Yeah, so, it's falling apart. Yeah, up top you have cog cut, which is, uh, there's, I haven't run it at speed in four years, right, three years, four years, so, but all, all the competitors, I mean, it's basically now a balance of, do you run the car at 50 millimeters of ride height to try to be fast everywhere else and slow down for the issues up top, or do you compromise and run four or five inches of travel to just ram over, you know, it's yeah. supposed to be like a 12-inch drop up there in a, in a 120, 130-mile an hour braking zone. Is that where the, uh, the motorcycle guy that had a problem... Uh, some guys have wrecked their bike guys, uh, but most of the motorcycle, the last two, or one of the guys passed away up top. He yeah. finished the race. Yeah, made it past the finish line. I remember that. It was, what, like just, a year or two ago? Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. He hit some gravel and just, he wiped it. So uh, Hard to believe you can make it the whole way up the mountain and then uh, and have that problem before you hit the donuts. Yeah. It's, the I donuts are so delicious up top. I don't know if it's that or if it's just a delirium of not having oxygen. It's, it's a weird place, man. So. The donuts are actually pretty decent, but don't ever try and take them down and then eat them. They're disgusting. Oh, that's good to know. When, yeah. when we were there in 2012, I got to sit down with Monster Tajima and oh, nice. had donuts. It was very delicious. Yeah, it was cool. Except we were stuck up there <laughs> for weird. like 10 hours because all the people were wrecking and then we had snow and hail. Yeah, you guys had a bad afternoon out there. Yeah, that was... I, I actually didn't see Cody come down the mountain because it was... Dark. Time for me to leave. Yes. And we actually had to go back to yeah. Chicago. Oh, yeah, to go I had buy, to work to, on Monday. You had to go buy a race car. That's I had to buy a race car, and yes. we had to work on Monday night. I had to do a job. Yeah. A broken so race car. A broken race car yes. that Mark identified for me. Um, so we had to leave because you were stuck up there for like eight hours? Yeah, eight it was hours. eight hours. We got up there at noon, and we didn't come down until, I mean, it was, it was dark by the time we got down. Yeah, it was a stressful couple of days, but what a, what a race, man. It was insane. Yep. Just insane. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. So hopefully we get to go back. We uh, yeah. we tried to apply uh, apply for invitation last year, and the NV8 was waitlisted. And then I was building a NASCAR truck. That yeah, was Cummins, Cummins, Cummins powered. Yeah, Cummins is that power. truck is that a thing? Or no. Yes, uh, we got we got some good progress on it this spring, and then we were working with a sponsor on an axle, and it's now almost fall. We just got the axle done, so hopefully we can get going. We're gonna try to get unveil the truck at SEMA this year. What uh, what kind of power does that thing make? Or will a thousand make? horse, two thousand foot pounds. Weighs it's gonna weigh about three thousand pounds. What trans? Uh, it's an automatic, but we have a standalone automatic controller, okay. so it's paddle shifted. Very cool. So it's an X Craft uh, yeah. Camping World Series truck. Uh, camping World, so it's a center it's on center chassis, so it's you know okay. for road courses. So what was the issue with the cage at one point that you were talking about? With the truck? Yeah. Uh, so they started out at, uh, with Pikes Peak rules, the weights call for, you know, the weight of the truck calls for 120 wall, inch and three quarter tubing. Yeah. And it's inch and three quarter tubing, but NASCARs, they're, they're a bunch of psychos. So they machine out all this tubing to gain, you know, to drop 15 pounds. So now it's uh, it's 110 wall. So we have to redo the entire cage. We haven't done it yet just because with the delay on the axle, we sidelined other things and put efforts into the NV8 and all that, but... So now that we have the axle, we get to continue on with that. It, it's unbelievable the amount of effort that NASCAR guys put in their chassis. It just blows me away. They're but, darn near spec me out of people. Almost. Almost as bad. 
but there's a lot there's faster. some crazy technology there's, in the NASCAR stuff. Oh, dude, yeah. they're so uh, fast. We do springs for the super speedway races, and uh, so it's a spec spring. And um, are urban. all the cars in the same springs? Yeah. So I, know, I don't we, I don't know anything about NASCAR. We code all are the they springs. Different on all four corners, though. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So you got your like, your left rear, right yeah. rear, and all that stuff. You want to tell us about spring rates on NASCARs? I I, I can and I, I don't. I could, I don't really but then know I'd have exactly. to kill you. I have an idea of whereabouts it's like they 100 are. Like a hundred. 500 to 300 and <laughs> a there's some really there's some really crazy stuff in, in the circle track world on, yeah. on how you set that stuff up <laughs> we learned that recently yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> had a, we had a podcast with our buddy who runs like you know low budget circle track yeah and he's like yeah on all my front wheel drive circle track cars i run like a stock spring up front like on the front right hand and then i run like a 200 and then i run a thousand and then i run 200 on the inside <laughs> it's just <laughs> like what He's like, that's how I was doing it. Sweet. Yes. <laughs> if you look at like a like a dirt mod or 180 inside, 200 outside, thousand and 400. Yeah. Some random. It's crazy. Well, there's numbers. all sorts of stacking going yeah. on and stuff like that, and yep. they'll it's use. It's all about traction and getting the car to rotate it's, it's a little tra- bit. It's travel and and travel and uh, initial. You know, get the get the power down. Yeah. And yeah. get uh, get that initial turn in, and. Um, I've learned I've learned a lot about that, which I never thought I would. But uh, it's it's pretty cool stuff. You can and, make a little uh, boy, Mark Chrome. Yeah, and, little uh, boy. I need to get out in one of them and start hooning around and just get crazy. Have well, you ever done anything except for uh, time uh, not track day stuff? Or do what? Have you ever done anything other than track day stuff, or have you done drag racing? Have you done circle track or anything? Oh uh, no, no, I'm. So uh, our motorsports manager, fat. I can't really talk anymore. Our motorsports manager is, uh, you know, is an ex-sprint car racer, and uh, really, yeah. So he, he, uh, they don't use springs in those. That it's just dampers and torsion yep. bars. So, um, but you know, he still has access to all those. And hit, I don't know where Tony went, but he and Tony went out and out on the yeah. track and got crazy. And you know, those sprint cars are basically 900 horsepower in between your legs. Yeah. With no gear, you know, one gear. There's no changing Straight gears. It's all right or nothing. Back. It's like just a go kart of death. It's ridiculous. And uh, yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. And um, so I've been begging him, begging him, begging him, like, come on, you know, whenever you get a chance, let me know. I want to get out there and yeah. give it a shot. So, <laughs> but uh, no, I have not had a chance to play in the dirt too much. But I'm, I would like, to, I would like to try because honestly, I think that's really couldn't that having that control is what makes some amazing drivers both. Yeah. Uh, in the motorcycle world and in uh, and, and you know on four wheels as well. How long have you been doing track day stuff? Uh, I started my first track day was Expo Six at Gingerman. ITR Expo. Yes, ITR Expo. I was there. You were there. Yeah. Everyone was there. I was there. You were there, and you were there, and you were there. You were all there. Yeah. Um, no, it was uh, so it was my like birthday weekend. I was like had second. You know, I didn't know anybody. And, uh, and it was a six-hour drive. I didn't know anything about what was going to happen. I just know I got this Type R. It was <laughs> 200 horsepower. It was supposed to rev to 10 grand. Yeah. It had Apex N1 coilovers on it. And I was I ready. I brought a set of those afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, this is it. I'm, I'm going to go beat this car up. And uh, I got cold feet at, like, that morning. Really? And I called Jay. And I said, you know, not know I didn't know him from Adam. And I, was, I said... Hey, listen. I know I'm. Re- it's you know. It's really late, but it's any way to get my money back. And he's like, honestly, it, this is the day of, and and you know I can't I, I can't do the whole thing, but I can help you out. And I was like, 
okay, so what can you do? And he told me, and I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going up. And so I decided to leave at like 6 p.m. or actually like 7 p.m. since I left Cincinnati that early. Yeah, right. And, oh, uh, you bring that guy. He, I, yeah, he, he, he could read me. He knew that if he just said the right stuff, I'd go. So, and he was right. So, like six thirty-seven, I decided to go up. I show up at eleven thirty or something like that, yeah. um, and not knowing anybody, and everyone just you know, super inviting and, and like, hey, who, who, who the fuck are you? And like, you know, all this stuff. What's and up it's beginner, like, yeah, yeah, right. That you, you know, nice and to meet you. I, sh- I show up at the hotel, and everyone's outside like, yep. goofing off, drinking. Yep. And uh, so 2006, uh, I, I went on Gingerman was my very first track and my very first track yep. day. And it's, uh, good. it's a good first track day. Track. It's kind of brought us every, everything full circle. It's, it's kind a, of crazy. It is weird how Gingerman ties back to a lot of the yeah. stuff. Yeah. Today. But um, yeah, so the apexes were really cool. I thought they were like the coolest thing you could ever have. Yeah. Doing track uh, day stuff. I learned. I learned very quickly that. You know how understeer works, and it was like I was doing all this stuff that I couldn't control, yep. and you know it was obviously my lack of understanding of how you know the line works and everything, but it prompted me to go back and, and learn how suspension works and like what you call the pushing and all that stuff, and yeah. so I was always kind of really into suspension from like the the very very get go, and I did all the research and everything, and I was an Eibach guy before I was an Eibach guy, yeah. and uh, it just turned out that you go to racetrack you hang out you meet people and eventually you get to do what you love so or you start a podcast or you start a podcast and then you get to do what you love if you can't yeah. do what you love start a podcast about it i mean or, or a magazine don't make any money. or a magazine, <laughs> or, a magazine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or build a race car that everybody wants to be a part yeah. Of. yeah yeah that's yeah. good the, so uh, uh, well i appreciate you guys coming out to our events no this is uh, i can't believe you three are here yeah, this Cody, is pretty uh, nuts. I've been trying for a couple years. Cody has made it to like a lot of our honeymoon events, um, but the grid life events—it always seems to come up in a bad weekend for him. Um, Mark it. has been to one of our grid life events. What, yeah, 2013. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah. We did grid life last year. Grid life Midwest last yeah, year. Midwest, and, uh, yeah. It was awesome event. It was raining and it was still sold out. And uh, yeah, that was a, that was the wildest event. We've yeah, ever it was, dude, that it was weather good. was nuts. Yeah. It was the weather was weekend. insane. It was uh, it was monsoon season kind of weather, and uh, it was just so ominous. Like you could see the black was, clouds rolling in I fast. Believe the energy in the crowd though in the uh, in the concert it was insane. It was nuts. It was Pouring scary. rain, like. Rain flying off the drums and stuff like that. It was, it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, but very, I mean, we knew there was something special that yeah. when you still sell out and you have people that excited about everything. We'll see what happens in the next few years. Yeah. Well, so. no, I mean, you can already see it now. It actually, yeah. if you look around, you've got tons of people coming from the West Coast just to cover this event. That's true. Uh, we're at Road Atlanta. I mean, we got some. The paddock's full. Se- yeah, the paddock is completely full. Yep. You I got can take a little bit of pride names. in the fact that. My side, <coughs> the track <laughs> side, is uh, totally sold out. Doing very well. Yeah. Nice. So, <laughs> me and um, Austin, killing it. Bam. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> Try it again. There we Good go. High five These right guys are it. lucky they couldn't see that. Got it. I'm so tired. I'm full of <laughs> It's bad. It's, it's been bad. Um, how far into this thing are we, Austin? 46 minutes. All right. Everybody plug your shit. Let's go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, you guys were up till what time? Like, like three, three last night. It was hard. 
three. Three. Yeah, we were talking about crashing. I saw cars. you. At, I think I left at two, so yeah. I saw you around two, and then. Well, we 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 recorded a podcast for like an hour and ten minutes after the concert, which we got back down here at like midnight or twelve thirty. Yeah. Recorded that show, and then Adam and I were like, we should probably take showers. We and we just wake up in the morning. Freaking touch each other. Yeah. We had moments. It was wonderful. Get my back. Uh, I was Get asleep my back. right after the concert, and uh, then some guy was playing like Marvin Gaye or something over yeah. the PA. I woke up to that. That might have been. I was like, this is the weirdest dream ever. I'm in a cargo van <coughs> Marvin Gaye's PA. <coughs> I, I, don't think, I have no idea who did that. About, <coughs> I don't know about that one. Marvin Gaye, we didn't hear that. Nope. nope. Didn't hear that one. Nope, we didn't have an open mic and the ability to broadcast at all last night. So. Yeah, that was... Uh, um, <laughs> well, so let's get it out. <laughs> the might have been a thing that happened. Well, where do we see all your three respective companies on the interwebs? Cody from LoveFab. Yes. LoveFab.com. Yes. LoveFab.co. No. No. Uh, no. Not LoveFab.net. at Yahoo.com. Just LoveFab at AOL.com. Uh, you could try that. I don't know. Yeah. There might be a thing. I will say, in South America, there's like there's a love fab. It's like a hip or it's a... And that is, F- that is F-A-P, or F-A-B, not F-A-P, right? Love fab. Yeah, thank <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> just making sure. You know what? No, no. Love <laughs> is they call the other part just the internet. Love fab is my go-to source, bro. It's yeah. kind of like Tim and <laughs> when, Tom. When, when I first yeah, started yeah, exactly. love fab, one letter apart. like the first couple months, uh, I got a prank call from one of my competitors. Prank caller, prank caller. Prank caller. Like, yeah, like a three-inch wide, foot-long studded dildo in stainless. <laughs> I'm almost positive it was one of the full race guys. I, 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 I Freaking Jeff from so, full race. Yeah, I, I don't know who else it would have been. You, you know about calling a parts store and asking for a, uh, a water pump gasket for a 97 Tundra, right? No. It, it looks 90, exactly 90, like a dick. 90. Exactly. You, you, yeah, you call and say, hey, describe it, and they'll say it looks like a dick. It's awesome. <laughs> You can find Grassroots Motorsports at grassrootsmotorsports.com. Excellent intro to your yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what was that, 97 Tundra? 97 Toyota Tundra, yep. 97 or, Toyota Tundra. Would that be a, yeah. be a T100? You guys have to do I that. I think that's a T100. It, it should be pretty much anything. That, that Actually, all that. of the water pumps, even into the newer models, have they all look uh, like uh, it? a, f- a phallic, phallic, phallic look. Yeah. <laughs> so. Nice. How much of Mark Kroom could... Uh, could pull a phallic symbol out of a lot of things. This is you know, so educational. It's about being creative. It's a uh, uh, today uh, Tom O'Gorman, who has really good hair. Uh, he said to me, "When yeah. I pulled into the track, I heard you talking about somebody else's hair. Who were you talking about?" <laughs> and I was talking about Mark Croom's hair. One time uh, last year at ITR Expo, Gingerman. Uh, it was the third time ITR Expo has been to Gingerman. Holly, who is our like our main organizational side of ginger of uh, grid life, she said, "That guy, Mar- that guy from Ibach, he's got really good hair. He <laughs> took his helmet off, and his hair was even better than when he put it on." Still need to get everybody together for a picture. Yeah, we do. Uh, you, Austin, has yep. amazing helmet hair. Mark Kroom has even better helmet hair, rivaling Tom O'Gorman. Yeah, I, I would Jersey. agree. Excellent helmet hair. Does, does he wear the? He probably has a balaclava on that. We're not too, quite right? sure yet. Okay. He doesn't have much facial hair. Okay. You guys are both handsome bastards. So. You know, hair is well, an important well, uh, part. It's, a, uh, it's an accessory. Maybe, maybe we'll have a uh, maybe we'll have a prize for best helmet hair at Grid Life next year. Oh, I like I that. I think you need to. You have yeah. to wear the helmet, do a lap, 
come yep. back and take it off. Actually, no, we need to take we need to take a mold of it. Yeah. And then just do casting. Plaster of Paris. I'm really good at plaster of Paris. So. Nice. I'm, I'm actually not. That's not a thing that's happening. <laughs> you guys um, in the Midwest, what, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, right? you know, it doesn't make you a bad person to be in Plaster of Paris, as long as you're casting quality objects. So. <laughs> My face hurts right now. I think it's time to go to bed. I think so, too. It is uh, about 1 a.m. at Good Life. 1.30 a.m. at Good Life. Thanks for hanging out on the mics, buddies. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I was like at unison. I was... That was great. I, I really don't know what's going on. I don't either, dude. I'm delirious. <laughs> your eyes have been closed for the past 15 minutes. One more day and you're done. So. We're I'm available delirious. to sing at the next grid light. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to be whack a flack on the next one? You'll be back up Is singers. he still here? Can we get him? I did take a selfie with Waka Flocka. You get him down here right now. Rad. I think no, he's gone. I think they left. Get the so I, I was standing in the pit of the stage, left. and he needed to get to the crowd, I guess. So yeah. he just kind of walked on my head yeah. over. <laughs> Which was magical. I mean, I'm going to remember that. He yeah, touched he, you. He touched me. I great. see the spot. It's still glowing yeah, green. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been uh, it's a been real. show. It's been great. Show. It's and we always love talking to you guys. So um, the last 15 years of my life have revolved around this crap, and I'm glad to get to know you guys through this. So, yes. um, I gotcha. It's, yep. been a fun, it's been a fun few years. Thanks for coming to our big latest party. Yes. So. Yeah. All right, well. Ready for round, what, two? Three? Two down here. Uh, well, maybe yeah. we'll do another round, one. Round four, Blackhawk. As long as we don't lose like yeah. a quarter million dollars, we'll do another one here. Yeah. I was going to say Dude. something about the $4,000 loss in the first day. Cooler <laughs> than the last $4,000. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. nothing. $4,000 loss sounds awesome. That, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Dude, four. we still have two more events this season. Uh, oh, no. That's crazy. No. <laughs> what have I even done? <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Austin, we should plug. Grid Life events for the 2016 season. We should. Season. I think I have the dates correct in my head. I believe it's September 18th. September 18th, Sunday, Blackhawk Black Farms, Farms, South Bullet, Illinois. Yep. And October 8th and 9th? Nope, 15th, 16th. 15th, yeah, that's right. 8th and 9th is Laguna Seca, where I'm supposed to be with Tomo. Get your insane life organized. 15th, Austin. 16th at Gingerman Raceway to close out the season. I'll be making that one. I cannot wait. What's Laguna Seca? Uh, the Austin's last. gonna pull his dick out for her. You wanna you wanna go watch Tom O'Gorman race? He's oh world challenge. Oh, you yeah. mean Mazda you Raceway? Go? Yeah, yeah, Ma Mazda yeah, whatever. Mazda Raceway, Laguna Seca. Well, I'm gonna be there two weekends in a row. Didn't Tom? Oh, didn't you good. just see Adam? Me out as a Laguna Seca. Yeah, we no. saw each other. No. I, no. I did, yeah. I saw I you at SEMA Garage. I had dinner with Adam. <laughs> there's literally, there's literally four conversations going on right now. I'm gonna hit stop. All right. Good night. I think that's a podcast. <laughs> podcast, podcast.